welcome, welcome to Jupiter's Forum, proudly powered by 233 Host. Don't come another wonderful setting in the studio of Top Radio 103.1 FM, and this is Jupiter's Forum. I'm your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive, BKC as the name. And today we have a lot for you, and a uh, great Saturday, and I know all of you are doing so great wherever you find yourself to be. And this is, I have uh, a relationship expert, PJ Sebastian, uh, he's on uh, Facebook as Patrick George, and we have Lawrence here. Uh, Ellie Kemziga, and uh, I see she's very, I mean, you either were loud on Facebook or popular or famous on Facebook. And today, folks are ready to hear your voice and what you have to say as you keep on posting and commenting. So, Kobe Blair, we are waiting for you in the studio to join us and to take charge of this. All right, let's hear your voice. And I want to, I always ask, uh, today's morning, I don't know, have you had breakfast? Laurentia, mm-hmm. let's hear your voice. Have you had breakfast? Yes, I took my tea. You I did bed. tea? Yes. Uh, PJ Sebastian, um, not not yet. Not but yet. I have had just said that on my mind, so from here I'm going to have just say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listeners, those are my special guests, and we look at the subject of uh, marriage, dating, relationship, the excellence of of that. And the question is, um, do I stand a chance, and what is keeping me getting into it? Do I need to? Why is, it, is there something called Mr. Right or Mrs. Right? Any of any such of thing of that? I don't really know. I want us to get to know our guest a little bit more. Uh, Laurentia Lekemziga, I was at, well, let's get to know you personally. Who are you? What do you do? And uh, let's, let's get more personal well, with you. My name is Laurentia Lekemziga, a final year student of Central University College, about to graduate. I am starting my national service next week. And that's basically about me, an noise maker on Facebook. <laughs> That's basically about me. Uh, you see, you, you start your national service next week. Mm-hmm. Okay, we should have better talk about that later. Yeah. All right. PG. Yeah, I'm I'm PG, and um, I'm a professional insurance underwriter. Um, but I also double up as a counselor for young people who are looking at starting some viable relationships that is, they they intend to see it, you know, develop into something that is lasting. Um, people who are um, people who are married, but you know, freshly married. I don't normally do the older folks. So basically, that's what I do. I I always love to see people ex- excited in their you know personal relationship. I like to see people very happy in the circles that they find themselves in. People not being bored with all the stress in the world, not adding relationships and you know their loved lives to it. So that's basically that's what I do. Wow. And I think by the time we end, uh, Laurisha will be getting into it soon. <laughs> uh, I want to start with this. I think I've got the first question on, on, on Facebook. I'll go and read that. We might start mm-hmm. with that one right away. So for us to uh, kick start. Uh, Eric Osei say that uh, I have marriage on my mind. Should I go into it? PJ Sebastian, let's start with that. Eric Osei's question. Yeah, I mean, marriage is a very beautiful thing. It's, it's a very sweet thing. I mean, it's, it makes you feel whole. It makes you feel... Um, complete. It makes you feel, um, you know, belonging to someone and somebody belonging to you. It's it all depends on the kind of marriage that you find yourself in. And you know, for you to be able actually to get the best of marriage, you should have set yourself apart as somebody who is, um, you know, you should have set yourself apart as somebody who is um, the right kind of material, either to be married or to get married. And um, you know, there are, there are there are so many things that we might want to look at when. Um, one person wants to actually set themselves as, um, um, apart as a material to be married, and yeah, 
but 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 all in all it's a very beautiful thing it's a sweet thing you would want to have that experience yeah. <laughs> well, so there are some things oh basically let, let's let's look at this what should one look out for in getting into marriage that's uh, basic things it might differ but you know Laurentia. um i have listed out um four things you do marriage is for for the prepared i is for the mature mind and i listed four things um are you prepared internally when i talk about a uh, internal preparation it's about um your character your pride your anger are you ready to work on those things secondly have you prepared externally it's about your outlook how do you carry yourself out how do you dress when you go out so thirdly your social life are you ready to go meet people out there are you ready to go for that meeting and then the the uh, the last thing is your prayer life do you commit your life to go do you pray about whoever you want to date it's all about that well um i have a um I think that basically I will agree to what um, Laurentia said. Um, I just want to um, just touch on a few things. Um, the, the catch word is attraction. Attraction? You know, you need, yes. Or, or being attractive enough to be married. And um, I'm, I, I just want us to look at various aspects of, you know, this attractiveness. I want us to look at the physical attraction, you know, to be married or to be in the market where you your, your your potential of actually getting taken for marriage or being sent to the altar or being sent to the marriage bureau or the the city council to be registered for marriage um, uh, one fundamental thing is that you, you ought to be physically attractive you know by physical attraction i don't mean you need to dress like you know some way you know but <laughs> you need to be physically attractive enough i mean nobody's interested in a woman who is always like in a straight jacket nobody can actually see you the question we ask ourselves is that what would make you look at somebody twice mm -hmm. if you look at the person the person has nothing that catches your eye you mm -hmm. just move on mm -hmm. i get people telling me that oh he's a nice person when you get close to him he's a nice yeah, person yeah, exactly, but who wants yeah, to get yeah. close to a guy who looks like a gangster <sighs> before they get to find out he's a nice person Oh, she's, she's a sweet lady. I mean, beyond all the facade and then everything, the way she dresses and all the hot, hot stuff and all the crazy, crazy outlook, she's a very sweet lady. She's a, she's a potential wife in the heart. I mean, the question is, if you go to the crown mall and you see ladies dressed all wild, what thoughts comes into your mind? If you're a guy, you are either thinking, wow, I'd like to get into her pants and see what is there. You're thinking about sex. Mm. If you're a born-again Christian, you're thinking that lady needs a deliverance right now. <laughs> Nobody thinks about that woman can be married, you know, so you ought to be there. You don't have to dress all wild and you don't have to dress all lame. You have to have that physical attraction around you that will make somebody want to talk to you, want to get to know you a little bit better and then all that. We're also looking at emotional attraction. You need to be emotionally um, attractive. Some people are emotional wreck, if I can put it that way. A that kind of woman mm -hmm. that you are in a relationship with, any kind of discussion that you want to have with her any mature kind of discussion she takes it personal she takes it to the next level she starts crying and so whenever you're having serious problems that you need to discuss with her she starts throwing tantrums she starts giving you drama and then the next thing is that okay you know what we can't have this argument you have a man who can take basic criticism from a woman like the least thing he gets angry he gets all violent start 
you know, acting up, he sulks, he chooses not to pick your call for three days. What kind of woman would want to marry such a man? You know, he's not emotionally matured. Every woman wants a man who is emotionally matured. I can correct you. I can, I can, I can suggest stuff to you. I can have a, a mature discussion with you. Every man wants a woman who is also, you know, emotionally matured in that, uh, that thing. Yes. I'd also like to talk about spiritual maturity. Mm -hmm. um, some people have very stinky spiritual life. Even when their car tie flat, instead of calling a mechanic, they start praying in tongues. <laughs> that nobody wants to have nobody wants to have such a woman around. Because then there is no reality. From Monday to Monday, you are daily in church. I'm come to marry you for heaven's sake. We need to have a life. We need people to take care of the house. We need people to take care of the kids. And from you, you get up in the morning, six AM you are off to work. Five PM you are closed from work. The next thing I hear from you, you are at church. And then you come home. Like nine, what kind of life are we having? You know, a man who is always spiritual, always fasting, you can't even touch your woman. I mean, you know, you can't, when a woman is just trying to have that kind of conversation with you, sex is not necessarily talking about sex and mm. having sex, but discussing your sexuality, your sexual preferences and everything before you get married. All is spiritual. A woman looks at you and she's asking, so what kind of sex life am I going to have with this man if we marry? I think that, you know, I better think twice because I think that life, ought to face the realities Absolutely. of it, you know. And then mentally, you also need to look at the mental aspect of it, you know, like a person ought to be mentally up there. Some people are mentally, without due respect, a little bit twisted. The kind of thoughts they have, antiquated. A man is thinking that, you know what, as for me, as for a woman, a woman is part of my possession. You know, when I'm talking, you don't talk back. I'm the jar, you are the cup. I pour into you, you have nothing to give me. I'm sure that it's about the upbringing, you know. Well, but eventually it plays out on you. No, no, but no woman is going to say because your dad was abusive, that's fine, let me just tolerate okay, you. Back. If your dad is abusive and you also become abusive, well, the woman is going to have to run away. You understand? Yeah. And then a the man, uh, some, there are some women who are like, hey, ask for men, you can't trust them all. So the slightest thing you do, they start acting up. And then all that, like all these uh, Laurentia, have you, you know, in, in so. your discussion, do these things come up? Oh, yes. Yes. They, they are all part of it. You know, early on, I talked about uh, our internet preparation. And I was talking about pride and anger. If, if you decide to use your anger on your man, or you place pride, your man will not live with you for a longer period. You know, men have these delicate egos. If you want to go out with a man and you try to play with his ego, it wouldn't work. You know, those are the things we might look out for. And uh, um, I also talked about our external preparation. Now, before, before you go into detail in, in, in that expert, uh, PJ, you, you mentioned attraction that you said that uh, everyone needs to be presentable right. and so that you could perceive the person as uh, you be attracted to the person first of all. I learned that um, men or guys are physical beings that uh, they get first point of contact is attraction right. and ladies are more of emotional right. uh, that uh, they need to connect with the person uh, emotional, emotionally before right. there, there is that kind of link. Now, you had mentioned also concerning that uh, the spiritual aspects. There's a question here, Prosper Futi posted, and I think it's in, in, in line with the question I want to ask. And I think it's, it bothers a lot of people, Christian or even also called. He asked that, what is the role of God in choosing a life partner? Is there a particular man or woman prepared for by God? Just, uh, just anyone will, will, will do. So what is the role of God in choosing a life partner? And would I say Laurentia has got a specific perfect man for her? 
because okay. that's 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 uh, um, um, let me let me just touch a little on what you said earlier and then I come to the question regarding of um regarding concerning the um, the issue of what men are moved okay, by I'll, and what yeah, men are moved by. by. It, I, I think that it is true, but it is it is only true in the short term or in the short run. You know, if you have any but little economic background, we always have the long run and the short sure. run. You know, in the short run, yes, a man is moved by what he sees. Wow, wow, that woman is nice. That woman is hot. Wow, that kind of thing. That woman is sweet and then everything. So he's moved by that. A woman is moved by what she hears. Wow, the guy is like always sweet and always saying all the mm -hmm. nice things. But in the long run, it is how the person is made to feel about him or herself, both sex. And if the man is always being moved by your beauty and everything, it gets to a point, he realizes that no, this woman is using her beauty to trap me because she keeps doing the same thing I don't want her to do. And then she keeps acting up in the same way I don't want her to act. And still, you know, she comes to pull some strings and everything. And then before you know, I'm confused and I go back. But this time around, I'm gonna to stick to my ground. I'm not going to do it. So in the long run, the man may never be moved by how he sees you. The same thing with a woman. You can keep vibing the woman and being nice and being sweet and everything. But if the woman thinks that you are abusing it, every day you abuse her, and then later you come back with all these sugar-coated words trying to make it up, it gets to a point she's like, no, I can't have this again. I, can't, I, I just can't have this again. You always try to be nice. You abuse me. You, you cheat on me. You mess me up. And then later you come back with all these sweet, sweet words and you think that it's going to work. So in the long run, these things don't work. Now, let's... Uh, coming back to um, the question that Prosper posted yes. about God's specific choice. That, that I cannot be certain 100%. Mm -hmm. But I think that God gives all of us the opportunity to make the best choice. I say that you just have to be there when the opportunity shows up. <laughs> if you know where you are going. I mean, like a very typical example. It's a man who says, as for me, dear, I need a woman, a born-again Christian, a woman who hasn't been touched, or probably at least the people who have touched her, there are few. You know, like I mean, they need a very good woman, a sweet woman, a motherly woman, and all that. But this guy, from Friday night to Monday morning, he's in a club. All her girls are wild girls. All her girls are hot. I mean, hard girls. How do you expect to find that kind of woman among the kind of crowd mm -hmm. that you find yourself? Yeah. There is a woman who is like. I, I need a lawyer, I need a doctor, I need a man who is like this. But all the kind of guys you are moving with, they are like the wrong guys. So eventually you may end up marrying someone else and then your mind is like, well, God didn't help me and then all that. I'm sure that if you really have in mind the kind of man that you are looking for, probably with your spiritual life, if you are a Christian and then you believe in God directing your path, with your spiritual life, with your with, 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 with that focus that you have, this is the kind of man I'm looking for, this is where I'm likely to find him, you are guided, you are focused, and you search for that kind of man in that area. Yes, you may find a lot of men that you know you may be struggling to choose from, but eventually you get one that is near, near to something that you are looking for. You may not find 100% perfect perfection in a man or in a woman, but at least you get a little bit closer to what you're actually looking for. Yes, I believe that to a good extent, God influences the affairs of men. If you just allow him and you just don't get carried away by all these um, pressure from people. So, so specifically, he won't point out that Amma or Ikea is yours, but uh, uh, he will guide you. Exactly. 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 The word is guidance. The word is guidance. Now, let me, let me give you a very typical example from the Bible. Abraham sent his servant, Eliezer, to go and look for a wife for Isaac. Eliezer prayed a specific prayer. I said that God, when I get to this place, any woman who shows me kindness, this is the kind of woman that mm -hmm. I may want to. And then she, uh, he, he gets there. When he got there, a, a woman was there to help, Rebecca. 
Rebecca was so nice. Rebecca, I mean, can you imagine the, the number of, the, the quantity of water camels drink? And Rebecca fed all the, cam uh, the camels and did everything that made Eliezer feel mm. that this could be the woman for my master's mm. son. Mm. And it went on and went on, and then Rebecca was able to be taken, or, 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 or Eliezer was able to take Rebecca to Isaac. God didn't say go and pick um, Rebecca, yeah. but the man had in mind the kind of wife he is looking for his master's son, a woman who is kind, a woman who is gentle, <laughs> a woman who can make the man feel like a man and like uh, um, the kind of boy that he was. And the specification actually panned out in Rebecca's behavior, yeah. and that was enough for him to make that choice for Isaac. Yeah. To, to add something to what he has said, I, marriage is an institution put together by God. And if you want God to be the, you want God to play the role in that marriage, he must be the center of, uh, he must be the leader in your relationship. You know, the role of God in, in deciding, in, in, uh, before, Lonshi, uh, you had made a post on, on uh, looking at this, and PJ, let's look at this together. Right. Say so that you can be sexually faithful to your spouse, and be emotionally unfaithful to them if some other person is your main communication partner. Uh, you, get it? So you, you, you can be uh, sexually faithful to your partner yes. and emotionally unfaithful yes. when, when uh, your main uh, communication partner is a different person. Yes. Uh, like she said, that becoming one in marriage encompasses sharing, not just sex, uh, but everything that concerns your life with your spouse your greatest prayer partner here's the point that your greatest prayer partner is your spouse not your pastor yeah um i think that that's <laughs> the person actually hits it straight to the point uh, that's by lauren shali kemzika she's made a point this okay, morning lauren, right? just, okay. <laughs> all right that's fine no no but i think that i think that that's that that's very perfect and that's very true that's the mistake a lot of people do i always say that people always put um give people the social status yes, mm. of being the boyfriend and the girlfriend and then beyond that uh, they have uh, other uh, best friends uh, and uh, other uh, yes other best friends somewhere so we have mrs so so and so but the man he thinks she thinks with reasons with and everything is a colleague in the office mm. so in the morning they just get up oh sweetheart how are you how's everything okay so blah 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 they just sit in their car they talk for about a journey of about maybe 20 kilometers they talk for about just five minutes they get to the office and then in the course of the day, one WhatsApp flows. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, hi, how are you? I'm just checking up on you. But in the course of the day, all her stress, all her anxieties, all her worries and her fears and everything is shared with a male colleague mm -hmm. in the office. You understand? Sometimes you get emotionally involved. Mm -hmm. You can't wait to talk to that lady because you think that your wife is not there. Your wife is like an opaque something that you can get through to, to, to her. So, yes, you can be emotionally unfaithful to somebody. And it's as bad as being sexually unfaithful because really... Somebody would tell you sex is just like sex. Mm -hmm. It has spiritual connotation, and it is not just sex. Safe, yeah. It starts from the heart, I say. It starts from the heart, or sex. it starts from the mind. Yeah. And once you are emotionally bonded to somebody, it's just a matter of time. You can't be sexually bonded to the person if you are not careful. Uh, yes. I think uh, we have a lot to really discuss and delve into, and we might need to have a second part to this. And <laughs> before my co-host... Uh, uh, start querying you on some few things. Um, I'm going to play, uh, go for a short musical break, and I'll pick something from that where Kobe comes into to ask us a few questions to do with that. Now, concerning uh, sex, uh, premarital sex, um, I think I, uh, over the last week I read an article online, and I think 
I've had a notion all this while that when you have a sex, when you have sex with someone, mm. whether married or whatever, um, and there's always a deposit of spirits mm. or what they, they would call them the energy in that person, especially the, the female, your you know, parts. That the more you keep on having different sexual partners, you you have peace of all of them in you. That if you don't cleanse yourself, you always get uh, psychologically confused or spiritually uh, disturbed by that. Uh, you're going to give answers to this whether premarital um, sex is good or dating because I know I'm going to really marry this lady. I think I should, that's it's not bad. I mean, uh, having sex with her. I don't know what what the thoughts are on that. So. We will look at that. But let's enjoy this uh, song, Comfort. Oh, Comfort. Wana, have you want me to die? So make her die. Believe me, so say. Intimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
anyhow. Okay. Secondly, I'll look out for uh, you being consistent in what you say. Okay. Some men are not consistent in whatever they say. Today, I am taking up this project. Tomorrow, he's moving on to something. You should be uh, consistent in whatever you do, you mm -hmm. know, be it in your profession, uh, in your uh, whatever you want to do in your life. Be consistent with it. I mean, I look out for somebody who has a bright future. I'm not talking in terms of somebody who has money, you okay. know, but be able to look into the future, be able to prepare for the future. Okay. Uh, those so are the so if I, if I get you right, um, you're talking about one emotional ability or maturity, mm -hmm. um, his ability to keep consistency. Mm -hmm. That really shows maybe there's a bright future somewhere. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and his ability to talk to issues. Mm -hmm. you, okay. Okay. Um. Um. PG, really, when he, when does a man decide to make that um, or, or give out that proposal to the lady? When should a man really do that? Well, I think that... L let, let me get the question correct. When should a man do that? Yes, make the proposal that, hey, woman, I want to get married to you. Okay. I wanted to get married. I think that that is where... Well, of course, in, 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 in our part of the world, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes we tend to sit on our emotions and how we really feel. Mm. Sometimes we tend to serve um, beyond ourselves people who actually... Um, watching us, yeah. so it's more like the society. But every other man or every man, if he gets the opportunity to make that choice and he's actually in full control of his choices and his decision, the man is actually looking at um, potential. Okay, the potential is very, very, very important. Mm. Nobody promotes it. when you go to a corporate world, nobody is made an, a manager when they don't have the potential. Okay, before you are actually promoted to be a manager, you shouldn't have served as a manager but okay. you should have the potential of being a manager mm. then you are promoted okay otherwise it's just like one manager changing roles mm. but you actually being moved from one level to another level the potential of you succeeding up there okay. to be there if that potential is not there nobody promotes you in the, but in the first place when you are pushing someone to the up seat you yeah. you you have the faith in the person exactly. that the person could do good. it yeah. good there's a potential okay you have the faith in the person because the person has exhibited certain potentials okay that okay i can do this job when i'm giving okay the, the nod so okay. in the same way the man is actually looking at the potential wife now mm. let me say something that is that is very fundamental here mm. a lot of young people don't understand or a lot of yes young people both men and women do get to that you know um, point they don't understand where their boyfriend suddenly dumped them mm. okay. after they dated for like three years. Yes, okay. And then they dumped them, and then the next thing they hear, the guy is married after six months. You don't, you don't understand why the lady, after all that you've done for the lady, after all that you've taken the lady through, mm. she just gets up one day and just worn out. Okay. And then you're asking yourself, what did I do wrong? What, where did I get it wrong? You know? okay. It's the potential. Okay. So you are a young woman, you are doing everything for the guy, but the guy doesn't see a wife in you. It's vice versa. Yes, it's vice versa. Okay. The guy doesn't see. I, I just want to look at it from you know both sides of the the sexes. But because you're a man. Because you're supposed you to yeah. correct you. <laughs> no, no. But you see, there are some people. No matter how you correct, ask yourself how many how many husbands haven't had their wives crying and crying and crying for as long as the women have been married to them, and the men are not changing. Sure. People don't change. Exactly, it's true. People change only when they are at the brink and they feel like they want to change. Change is always 
something that starts from within. You can't force anybody to change. So if mm. the person is not willing, and you see, they say that if somebody can't even see that they have a problem, mm. then don't even attempt to solve that for them. Oh, because okay. they don't even see they have a problem. Okay. So you can be forcing a man, or you can be telling a man you have a problem, or you can be telling a woman you have a problem, I don't like this attitude, I don't like this attitude. As long as the woman keeps telling you that, where were you? You know, before I met you, didn't I have a life on my own? <laughs> you know, who are you to come and tell me to change and everything? Yeah. Me, I'm me. I don't change. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm an open-minded person. Me, I say my mind and everything. As long Same as the woman keeps talking like that, mm. chances are that the man can never change such a woman. It's true. Okay. And so as long as the sex is going on, as long as when the man needs money, you're able to give him some money, as long as everything is like, you know, running fine, the man is with you. Mm. But when that choice ought to be made, mm. who to settle with? That's when he tells himself that, you know what, these games are all over. Mm. I think sure. that I need something more different. I need mm. a more mature woman. I need somebody I can call a mother yeah. or a wife. Somebody my kids can actually come home to and say, Mama. Yeah. Not just like, what this, this girl, what can you really actually bring to my house? You know, so that's the <laughs> so you're looking at key thing is potential, right? Yeah. It ought to be mm. there. The mm. potential, mm. Ought to mm. potential to take care of the man. Mm. Because I, people... It, it's, it's like a big issue when men are trying to say we are the bosses, we are the bosses. Really, I don't see a man as a boss. I see a man as an investor. I see the woman as the manager. The man just brings the money and everything. The woman manages everything. Okay. Yeah, really, the woman manages everything, whether you like it or not, really. Without women, most men will just be living in trash in their own houses, you know. But the thing is that the woman is, the man is looking out for the woman who can manage the home. The man is looking out for a woman who can take care of the kids. Okay. The man is looking out for a woman who, who can actually look at him and tell him that, Master, the step you are taking is a wrong step. I want you to... And you see, most of the time, the women themselves, they are not even sure. They are not strong. So, like, the men just ride on them. <laughs> I have seen some men, they thought they were And hard, that is dangerous. Met some that is dangerous. Who, yes. You know, I've seen <laughs> okay. some men who thought they were hard until they met some women who said that, not in this house. Not in this and house. Then the men realized that the women were not trying to bully them, but the women actually know what they're PG, PG has a lot of stars <laughs> up his sleeves, <laughs> and Laurentius does too. And, and, and the second edition of this whole Kabudu is going to come on the next time BKC and I are going to be here. But let me, let me, let me come with the um, last two questions. Uh, do we have anything like um, um, love? It's already it's as already established. Do we have anything like that? Do we have love already established for two people? Love. <laughs> do we do we have it like it's it's already there? You pick it up. Yeah, we're sharing the love. Do we have it like that? Is it already established? Is it already created somewhere? Or the two have to do something to pull that love together or build it? Or I I don't get people say. Uh, are you there? Yes, I I believe that a love. Is supposed to be deliberate. Mm. You know, when you, you have to, to create it. Yes, when you want to fall in love with somebody, you should, you should be intentional. Mm. You know, I have always told myself that if I want to enter into a relationship, mm. I would love to fall in love in marriage, not in in a, in a relationship. Oh, okay. Yes, because when you fall in love in a relationship, mm. that is my personal okay thing. When you fall in love in in relationship, there are certain things you would do and you regret at the end of the day. But when you fall in love in, in marriage, mm. you know, you are able to... You're working towards some characteristics or some goals? Yes. Mm. You know, it, I think it's better to fall in love when you get married than to fall in love when you're in relationship. By, by doing so, um, you're able to bond together when you guys are together okay. in marriage. Mm. You're able to correct things. You're able to do things perfectly. Yeah. Larisha, you are coming back again the second edition of this whole discussion. Mm -hmm. um, your last lines for 
people who want to get married, potentials, uh, the ladies out there, the guys out there, what will you say to them if they really my, want marriage? My last line for them is marriage is for the prepared mm. and for the matured mind. When preparation meets opportunity, something great happens. If you're not prepared, opportunity may pass you by. Sharp, sharp, sharp. PG, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, the fact that um, do you have to create love or love is already created, you have to pick it up and all that. I think that, I think that um, love, well, some people are blessed. They just meet two people and they just hit it off like that. And mm. it's just like, you know, um, 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 reaction waiting to happen. And yeah. then, you know, one thing leads to the other and then yeah. it moves on like that at that mm. high speed and then it goes on. I can, I can say that's how I met my wife. You know, we just met and then realized that we didn't have, we didn't have to struggle <laughs> to just, you know, hit it. And then every now and then we're just like, you know, we just kept going high and high and high and high and high and then all that. But I think that most importantly, love grows where two people meet and they share a lot of things in common. Okay. Which is why people do marry, but they end up regretting that they married this person. Why okay. didn't I wait a little bit to marry that person? Okay. Or people marry and they still mess up behind their partners because mm. they realize that they meet people that they equilibrate better. When mm. it is easy for them to achieve an equilibrium. Okay. You know. So I think that it's very important. You share common things, share common political affiliation. People think that it's something very trivial. Mm. But it's not trivial. It works. Political affiliation. <laughs> you, you should have that. People that you can share common game interest in. People say diversity, diversity. In this day and age, there is no loyalty. So mm. if you're thinking about diversity, you're going to be in trouble. Mm. Even where people are common and they have one focus, mm. because of the issue of loyalty, it is easy for them to break apart at a point in time. So, so one thing is, at least they should have a, sh a share of interest. Interest. Okay. A lot. Mm. Uh, can you imagine somebody who is so crazy about Oprah? In mm. Ghana, it's not like a big deal. Yeah. But but out there, it's a big deal. Yeah. Let's just look at it from my personal perspective. Mm. I like to watch a lot of movies. Mm. And I can't take a woman who will always be on my case when she sees I'm sitting behind a, a, a machine watching a, watching a movie. I'll okay. be very offended. You understand? Okay. Okay. I like to always write. I can't mm. take a woman who thinks that sitting behind a computer and walk, always writing is a problem. So you can just imagine when I meet a woman and then we are talking and I realize that all she's thinking about is, I don't want to, uh, let me not talk about certain things, but you know, what she's thinking about is that kind of, that, this kind of area, and then you two are thinking about something, something like the two of you, anytime you sit, you can't even have any meaningful conversation, mm. it's, it naturally just goes off, okay. but if you meet somebody, and then for like two hours, you can talk, and you don't even see that two hours is gone, when I was in, when I was in the university, I had this next door, hostel. okay, PG, um, let's drop it there, there okay. are more to talk about, there is right. more we have, you have to do, you have to tell us, uh, for now, your last line. Um, what I would say is that um, for you to be that kind of material that can be taken, mm. you just ought to be prepared. Mm -hmm. okay. You don't wait till you are taken mm. before you think that you are going to change. If you have certain attitudes... Does so having the mindset alone for that situation exactly. makes you prepared? Not necessarily. Mm. Preparation is not just about, about what stays in your head. Mm. It's actually what you end up putting in place physically in, okay. so that you know, it's evident that okay. these are the steps you are taking. You don't wait to get married before you start saying that I'm going to stay home, I'm going to be more responsible, I'm going okay. to stop flirting with men, I'm going to stop flirting with women, I'm going to stop cheating. You don't wait till you get there. Okay. Start now. Start preparing. That is when, when people see that, oh, this person is a potential. Okay. Then they take you. Okay. you. You don't carry all your baggage and then hope that somebody is going to take you and your baggage and then it's going to actually take time to sift it out. We buy rice properly and um, 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 what the skill or whatever. We don't go and buy it from the farm and then we come and do that in our house. I like the right. charge. I like the spirit. Thanks so much guys for showing up and, and I hope in the next edition it's going to be more fun. We're going to have more time to do this. I've been your co-host 
And uh, the panelists who are here to share with us on marriage and the youth was uh, P.G. Sebastian and Lauren Shirley Kemziga. Uh, Kobe Blay here, BKC takes over. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>